Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon, if you're listening to this somewhere else. Welcome back to the Best Life Cafe. Happy New Year to everyone. We are so excited to be back on the air, welcoming my first guest, our first guest, sorry, of the year of 2020, the one and only Carrie Styers. This morning, I'm here with Carrie Butler, the co-hostess of the Best Life Cafe, and Carrie Styers, our guest. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry for that reference of my, Carrie. I want to publicly apologize because I do it all the time to everybody, and everybody knows me, knows it, and they laugh. Uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> She's so self-centered. <laughs> Welcome, Carrie and Carrie. So, the two Carries. We're going on the road. Carrie and Carrie are going on the road. That's and right. And we're our show. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You're the best. Uh, so, how are you all feeling the beginning of 2020? Well, let me just say, we're so excited to have you on the show because it's kind of like our ritual. You know, it's like any time there's like a new year, there's a new situation, there's a new something. It's like we always, you are the one, you are our guiding light for the year, for the moment, for the everything. And we are just so excited to have you, you know, to share with us and our listeners what the heck is up for us. Um, and I was watching your stories, and, I, you know, it's like I, was, I wasn't crispy at all, like, at the beginning of the year. And um, I actually, the reason I say the word crispy is because I really want you to define that word for me because I think I know what it means, but I just want to make sure that I know what it means. But you know, when we get to that, we get to that. I just, I, I just want to, you know, what's up with us? What's happening? Where do we go? Well, the what reason, do we do? the reason today I was talking today about there being a lot of heaviness is that I just feel like, especially, you know, right now, as we start the year, you know, we, we've not really been given a break of any sort. Um, we're in an eclipse <laughs> period right now. For those of you listening, we're in the middle of an eclipse period. We had a beautiful opening, a solar eclipse, a new moon solar eclipse on Christmas Day. Um, and then um, right now, this Friday, we're kind of on the countdown right now to a lunar eclipse in Cancer. And anyone, if anyone knows anything about the Cancerian energy, it's deep, it's profound, it's very sensitive, it's very emotional. In step astrology, there's a lot of two energy around this eclipse, which adds even more sensitivity to it. And um, these are deep waters that we're going into. In addition to that, two days later, there's the Saturn-Pluto conjunction in Capricorn. And this is a, you know, this is a big release weekend. Um, and I would say this is a turning point. This is, to me, the, like one of the, the first turning points of the year, and some may feel this is the most significant turning point of the year. Uh, 2020 um, is all about the doing. That's what I'm saying, because we've got all these planets stacked up right now in Capricorn. And Capricorn is, if you know anything about that energy, it's a doing energy. Last year, we were kind of in doing a lot of internal processing, a lot of internal healing, um, and getting ready. And this year, I think we're going to do it. Um, and for me, this weekend, we're turning a corner here. And I'm hearing from my guides even right now that for those of you listening, for a lot of us, there might be, it's a blind corner to some certain degree. Um, we're not sure what's on the other side of that. 
But what I keep mm-hmm. hearing emphatically over and over again is that we have to continue to strive and to reach for more joy and more love and more peace in our lives. And this is about letting go of the shift, okay, that is holding us back from achieving that and taking those steps in that direction. So, you know, this weekend I really think we're in the process of really facing our stories and really facing some of our decisions and maybe confronting some of those decisions or confronting that, you know, a part of our story um, that has not been serving us and has not been serving us fully. You know, cancer is also about the nurturing, about the divine uh, feminine and about that mothering nurturing energy. So where are we not showing up for ourselves? Where are we not loving ourselves? Where are we denying love in our life? Where are we withholding love? Where are we withholding joy? And I just feel like there's going to be some point here in January where there's a bit of like, oh my goodness gracious, I'm sick and darn tired of the way things have always been and the story that has always existed in my life. And I'm ready to let my shift go or whatever it is that's been holding me back because I want to move forward. And, you know, my guides have been showing me for years that 2020 um, is the change year, is a big change year, not only in our personal story, but in the collective. This is, there's a lot Mm -hmm. of major pivoting and destiny points in our collective. And we may not fully understand it right now at the start of the year, but it's coming. And when you look Mm. at even the astrology of this year, oh, my gosh, I mean, we've got retrograde after retrograde. We've got all of these (laughs) eclipses taking place. We've got six eclipses this year. We've got this summer in May, June, July, we've got a pileup of Venus, you know, all these retrograde planets, six retrograde planets, Venus retrograde, which is intense, a Venus retrograde and a Mercury retrograde happening at the same time on top of two eclipses, okay? Like, I'm telling you, like, the shift is here. And then in the fall, we've got a Mars retrograde, which is, you know, kind of an opportunity for it's, it's a bit of a deflating energy. It's a bit of a, I would say it's a, it's, it's, it's going to force us to stop and reconsider again. And then we end the year with another set of eclipses and all, a lot of these Jupiter and Saturn moving into Aquarius. So, you know, we've been in this era of the age of Pisces um, and Pisces, which I keep talking about is the duality, that duality between love and fear. And we are now, I feel like this year is the shift year where we're moving into the age of Aquarius. And that's because in astrology, a lot of these major planets are now finally about to move into Aquarius at the end of this year, between this year and 2024. So, I mean, 2000, oh my gosh, 22 or 24, 24, I believe. So within the next two to four years, like all the major planets are all moving. A lot of them are moving into Aquarius at this point. So this is, You know, this is the shift into the new age. Aquarius is all, it's galactic. It's, you know, forward thinking. It's new thought. It's progressive thought. And I'm not talking about politics. I'm just talking about, it's about thinking outside of the box, okay? Um, It's inventive. Uh, It's it's very creative energy. Um, And this this is a big fulcrum. Like, there is a big shift point going on this year. And I'm not sure that anyone's going to fully understand what the heck's what until next year, quite honestly, because when you see this much retrograde Mm. activity in a year, um, it's going to be a lot of start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. Ooh, let Mm. me reconsider. Mm -hmm. Let me reconsider. Let me rethink that. Ooh, let me retool that. Okay. And I'm really thrilled about this because what I will also tell you about retrograde energy is that it brings a lot of the unconscious to the surface. 
So I'm going to also say that a lot of us are going to be doing a tremendous amount of healing, okay, and mm-hmm. releasing this year. Um, and we're talking about that in the individual story, but folks, the individual story is a re- you know we're re- is a reflection on the collective, right? I mean, the collective is a reflection on the individual. They reflect each other. So even mm-hmm. in the coll- in our collective, we're going to see a lot of like old scarring, old pain, old hurts coming to the surface, but it's coming to the surface to be healed. And I keep talking about the patriarchy because Capricorn is really associated with big government, money, you know, banks, money, big systems, big government, big daddy, okay? And the patriarchy is in its, like, quote-unquote, last. I mean, this is kind of like, for me, the, I don't know what I say. I don't want to say it's the last hours of the patriarchy, but I'm saying the patriarchy is shifting. It's breaking down a bit at this point. And there has to be this new consciousness is emerging saying we have, there has to right. be a better way. There has to be a better way where everyone gets to win, not a small percentage. And, you know, we're not all here just to slave our lives away and to work all the time to work for the man. You know, there is the Aquarius energy. The Aquarian energy is a collective energy. It's an energy about, um, connecting to others and it's a it, the collective there means the collective has to be able to win it can't just be a small few so I just always say about systems changing is that systems before they change they have to break down before they change there has to be a little ugh, like a little descent there has to be a little pinch and I'm okay with that so I think it's all about for those of you who are listening I think it's all about perception at this point and how you want to perceive this year um, at how you want to perceive the year, even numerologically, we're going into a four universal year, which is a year of, you know, frankly, putting, you know, like doing what needs to be done, you know, following the steps, um, really kind of putting your nose down and, you know, living with a lot of integrity and doing what has to be mm-hmm. done and taking those steps. So I'm not saying it's not going to be lighthearted, but I'm just saying in our own personal stories, um, it is going to, there is going to be a lot of shift. And I wrote down here, you know, I wrote down, you know, an affirmation. I am willing to release my fears. It's one of the affirmations that I'm using going into the new year. I am willing to release my fears and you can put behind that, whatever you want to, I am willing to release my fears because of, you know, so that I can do X, Y, and Z. Um, but mm-hmm. releasing our fears, having that faith, even if there's a blind corner, even if we're not sure where it is, putting our faith in the universe, putting our faith that there's a higher plan that's, you know, evolving at this point, a better plan, and that the the same is true in our own personal stories. Carrie, I couldn't agree with you more. I'm sitting here completely going, oh, my God, like, drop the mic. This was so good, the way you just, like, blot that out. And so one of the things um, that I, that came up for me, two things. One, I wanted to kind of just define what an energy shift is. And so I literally did the Google thing to just bring the definition to the surface. And it says here, it's an increase in the awareness level and vibration. Energy which creates an obvious shift in the level of consciousness one possesses. These energy shifts are quite natural, and you feel you are undergoing a process of evolution. And so for me, when you were asking us how the 2020 was going, and I shared this with Carrie Butler yesterday, is that I felt a complete energy shift in that I sudden, I did some like, you know, cord cutting and I did some like meditation this week and I'm in a manifesting challenge 
with Gabby Bernstein, and in seven days, I have felt a complete shift in energy. I feel lighter. I am feeling happy. I'm like there's just shifts that are happening, and I know I just came out of a really dark, you know, uh, tunnel of, of stuff behind me, and so to feel that difference and shift just because it's the first of the year or just because the planets, you know, may be aligned for me right now, it was just an interesting thing to know that you actually can feel a shift in your thinking, thought processes, the way you live your life, what's important. So I, I really appreciated what you were saying. And then the one other thing I wanted to touch back on was when you were talking about Aquarius, it was like this song was coming in my head, the dawning of the age of Aquarius, which was uh-huh. a bunch of years ago. Like I'm aging myself, but a long time ago there was that can't even remember the group's name, but they sang that song, This is the you know, Age of Aquarius. And yep. so what, really, what can you just kind of like touch a little bit on what the Age of Aquarius really means? It well, I for me head, like, feel like, for me, the Age of Aquarius is, I really feel like the Age of Aquarius is all about more love. It's about more love. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about mm-hmm. more compassion. Um, it's about more awareness. And it's about more conscious awareness of each other. Aquarius, a lot of people think, oh, Aquarius is galactic. Yes, it is. But Aquarius is really the belonging consciousness. It's really the consciousness around um, friendships and networking and people, like community. And um, so I feel like in the age of Aquarius, there's a real shift in how we treat each other and how we perceive each other and about the awareness of one another versus being so – caught up in how what's in it for me or how is this good for me to me in the Aquarian age this is more of a time of like what's good for what's what's good for you know what's good for the whole what's good for the group um how can everyone win how can we all come out of this okay where's the middle ground here and and I'm looking forward to that I'm also feeling like in the age of Aquarius I really do feel like technology is going to take another leap so I do feel like we're going to take another Mm -hmm. leap here um, it's what I'm being shown. And I'm also being shown that space travel or something around a space activity um, is going to become much more pronounced. And, you know, it wouldn't shock me if, you know, here in the United States, if they're in NASA or something like this, if they open up a new branch or reopened or put more money into um, NASA and discovering what's beyond us. I also wouldn't be shocked if we found out that ETs or extraterrestrials you know, become you know people who are not from this star system uh, present themselves. I just wouldn't be shocked during this time. Yeah, I feel like to me it feels like this is going to be revealed a lot more. But certainly a lot I would of love um, that. I would love that. Yeah, yeah some people think that's a little crazy, but I'm like, no, folks, that's 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 real. <laughs> that, that's all we real. We cannot that's, that's be real. It's so real. We can't be that like narcissistic as a planet to think that we're the only ones hanging out here, right? I mean, come on, people. Oh, yeah. So, but I mean, I am, you know, more than anything, I feel like, again, I feel like we are trying to evolve to a place of non-duality. And duality, by what I mean by duality is duality means that we believe in the concept that love and fear can exist in the same space. Okay. Um, Non-duality says, you know what, I understand that love ultimately is the only thing that's real. Um, and that fear is just pain that needs to be resolved. That really love is love is the, is the true real force and certainly the force. Mm-hmm. So I just feel us mm-hmm. moving into more of a space of non-duality. And that is, to me, that's exciting. Nice. 
And right now my guides are showing me, they're like, they're reminding me right now that so many of us chose to incarnate at this time for this reason, for this kind of transformation towards this transition that's happening right now. So many of us chose to be here at this time because we wanted to be here during this exciting shift in the earth's energy. And I'm not going to say that it's going to happen overnight. I feel like we're kind of at the precipice of it right now. But I certainly feel like, you know, I keep saying we are the bridge generation. Uh, we are bridging consciousnesses. So those of us who are inca- who have incarnated at this time, that we are bridging these two consciousnesses together. And we are, we're the ones who are, who are moving humanity to the next stage, to the next place. And that's a big deal. So for anyone listening right now who's over it or who has been frustrated, just remember, you signed up for this. We all signed up to come at this time. <laughs> and it's very exciting, even though it can be very frustrating. And I will tell you that years from now, your ancestors, your future ancestors um, and descendants will thank you tremendously because we are the, you know, we are, we're the brave ones. We are the brave souls who chose to, to come back at this time and to say, no, we're going to, we want to be a part of this shift that's happening. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And, you know, you're right, Kara. I mean, like, we have to remember that we chose to be here at this, like, 100%. Like, we we did this, you know. We, we chose to yes. be here. So it's kind of exciting, and I think it is – I mean, I'm excited about it. But, Kara, let me ask you something. Oh, and let me just say, we have a couple callers. So, callers, we're going to get to you. We know you're there, but we're, we're just uh, – we're going to still talk to Kara for a little bit. Um, can you give our callers and our listeners like kind of like a little mini overview of like, you know, not to overwhelm. So maybe like the first three months or something, or what do we really need to know? You know, just well, for me, for the, the way I'm couple months. Yeah, I know where you're going with this. The way I'm framing up this year is I'm looking at, we're beginning the year with this eclipse cycle and this Saturn Pluto conjunction, which is pretty intense. Okay. Um, next month, Next month in the middle, next month, we hit our first Mercury retrograde. Um, This summer is kind of where things are going to get intense. And I'm going to tell you, folks, whatever your plans are this summer, uh, I I say this lovingly, there's going to be so much energetically happening. For me this summer, I want to go into the summer with an open heart, not lots of plans, and just really surrendering out to how Mm -hmm. these retrograde energies and the eclipses are going to play out. Um, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't, I'm not planning on launching anything new in my business this summer. I'm not planning on trying new things this summer. I'm planning this summer on going within and really kind of downloading. To me, this is going to be a summer of profound realizations and downloads and shifts and changes in our story. Um, Then I see we open up around August and then from mid-September through the end of November, then we're kind of in the thick of this Mars retrograde, Mercury retrograde. And I feel like that's probably going to be another rest time or another time where we're going within, there's going to be another upgrade. Um, It's like, once you think you've got it all figured out, then you hit that Mars retrograde and the universe is like, Hey, just one final rethink on this. Okay. One final, we're just asking you to rethink this again. And then um, in December, it's a new launch period because in December we're kind of transitioning. We're, like all the plant, you know, Saturn and Jupiter both move into Aquarius at the end of December. That's a big deal. And there's eclipses. So, I mean, 
this is even a year I mean I could even get even more geeky. The no, the nodes are changing this year, going from Capricorn and um, Cancer to moving into Gemini and Sagittarius. The eclipses are changing, moving out of Capricorn and Cancer, moving into Sagittarius and Gemini. Um, so for me, going into this year, I guess I'm looking at this first part of the year as being a time where I can kind of like, I guess, um, makes you know, I can I can get some I guess I can get some things done here at the first part of the year um, with the understanding mm-hmm. that February and March we're going into this we're going into you know a retrograde a mercury retrograde which you know are just funny and then um, the summer is where I'm just planning on I'm just like okay okay I'm not making any serious plans this summer <laughs> like I'm not making you know any serious. I'm just gonna see how I'm this like all works out thank you I'm thinking, oh, my God, did she just say Mercury retrograde in February and March? I'm like tax season completely buried in paperwork. This cannot happen. I'm going to really embrace this Mercury retrograde. Well, I'm doing my taxes early this year. Thank you very much to the world. I'm doing my taxes early. Well, and I'll tell you another interesting thing. I've been talking about it with my – Everybody do your taxes early. (laughs) I'm doing mine early. And I'll tell you another interesting thing is that for the U.S. elections – Oh, my goodness gracious. So the election period, I mean, the day of the election here in the United States, Mercury will have just literally the day before or the day of or the day before just turning direct. And we will we'll still will. And we're going to be like around. It's going to be in the Mars retrograde. Actually, let me double check the Mars retrograde dates. Here I am. I should have all these names. But oh, through November 13th. So, yeah, we're going to be in a Mars retrograde on the election. Folks, this election, I'm just like, I don't think anyone's going to be able to make any solid predictions. Nobody's going to know, okay? And normally the week before an election, there's, yeah, and normally the weeks before an election, there's all this buildup and all this, like, everyone's energetically moving towards it. And we're going to be, Mercury retrograde and Mars retrograde, people are going to be so over it and tired and deflated. So I am just turning that election over to spirit, and I'm just like, you know what, yeah. whatever it is, if it's, um, you know, it may be, it may be more of the same, but I'll tell you if it's more of the same, it's going to shift within the next two years because Pluto is going to move into Aquarius. So it would be the last of like of the patriarchy um, or it would shift and it will be ready to shift at that, at that point. But I'm, you know, that <laughs> election, I'm just like, okay, this is out of my control. I'm just, this is out of my control. Well, you know, it's funny, um, Carrie, because uh, my word for the year, you know how everyone's like, okay, what's your word for the year? And I, I'm, and I, Carrie Butler, and I talked to that, like, really every word I picked has completely backfired. And so this year my word was, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Whatever happens, whoever comes, whatever that is, like, I'm just, like, so open to just being in the flow of life that maybe that's what happens. Anyway, I'm going to take some callers. So if you have a minute, okay. let's roll into the first caller. She's been holding key sheet. I've been holding for quite a while. And yes, let's we'll do just it. keep it to one question. You know, we have a time limit show, so if you could just keep to one question. And here we go. Hold up. Hi, caller. You're on the air. 917-312. Hello there. We may have a shy caller. She may be like, mm, all right. I'll go to someone else. Hang okay. on. Hello. Caller 61971. Hi. Hi, Carrie. It's Sharif. Hi, Sharif. How are you, sweetheart? 
Hi, I'm doing great. Um, wow, it's so great to hear all that you had to share this morning. And I definitely feel the building of my own personal, like putting myself out there a little bit more in my business efforts, building, getting testimonials and that kind of thing. So that feels good and new. I have one specific question too about I'm, I'm lined up to rent a space for my work starting March 1st. And I know you said launching in April was a good idea, but this agreement is all kind of aligning between a few people beginning March 1st. And it's a nine-month period, so I figure that's kind of cool, a new thing to practice for sort of a predictable amount of time, maybe build my business and then I can move part of it at the end of the year. So it's just a... It's a monthly cost that I'm not used to having that I think I can handle temporarily and see if it brings in more business just having this created this space to wel- to welcome it, you know. Yep. This is what I'll tell you. I'm hearing a few things. First off, you know, when we talk about Mercury retrograde, so if that's going to be in a Mercury retrograde, which is totally fine, um, you know, during a Mercury retrograde, the only caution is to not start brand new things during a Mercury retrograde. It's not always, but if you start something brand new in a Mercury retrograde, it normally means it's going to change. In your case, though, when we already have something lined up and it's already something that's already in the works, it's totally cool. Um, so I, I'm hearing that it's good. I'm hearing this is actually a good time for you an important time for you. I'm also hearing as soon as I said that you've been waiting for this opportunity for quite some time. So it's like you yourself (laughs) and your story have been waiting to do this for a long time. So there, I feel like, um, they're honoring you right now by saying, no, honey, it's totally fine. It's, it's totally fine. Um, what I'm hearing for you about this is Sharice, I'm, I'm hearing, I love that you said temporary because I'm hearing be open to this because for me, this feels like it's good right now and maybe through the end of the year or maybe through the fall, but it wouldn't shock me if you told me six months into it, seven months into it, a better opportunity had presented itself or a different opportunity, you know, that you felt more comfortable had presented itself. For me, what they're showing me is this feels like it's a bridge, okay? It feels like it's a stepping stone, and it feels like a bridge for you, honey. Um, And I feel good about that. They're like, yes. And, you know, recently my guides have been talking to me about the importance of stepping forward versus the, the fear and the excitement of stepping forward versus some of the depression that occurs um, when we are kind of stuck in our fear or kind of stuck in something that doesn't, you know, kind of when we're stuck. And they have really been talking about the importance of it's better to go ahead and move yourself out of that funky energy and kind of step into something new and to try something new, even if it's not perfect, because it's in the trying and in the taking that step and taking that little leap of faith, that it actually shifts your energy and kind of gets your energy moving forward so that then you're actually more receptive to even better opportunities. It's like getting you out of like that funky energy. And I want to reiterate that for you too, Sharif. I know it's taking a lot of courage for you they're telling me it's taking a lot of courage for you to step up and step forward. And there's a little applause after I said this, like just they're like, it's so good, but they're saying you're going to, by doing this, you're shifting your energy and you're going to actually be 
you're creating an awareness for something that even that suits you even better, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So you're shifting your vibration by stepping forward. And by doing this at this point, you're shifting your vibration so that you're more open and receptive to something different. Because I feel to me, this feels temporary. You use the word, it feels like a bridge. That's what it feels. It feels like a stepping stone and a bridge right now. Awesome. Thank you, Carrie. Everything resonated. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. I love Thank you, Sharice. You, you know that she's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, babe. Hold on. Let's All right, caller, another caller. Hang on one second. Computer is not. Okay, here we go. Hi, caller 858-442. Hello. I don't know why Hello. Here. here we go. Hi. Hey there. Who's this? Okay. Hello. I wonder if she's on mute. Hello, caller. Can you hear us? Yes. Okay. We can hear you. So go ahead. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. Sorry. Um, I had a question about. I either um fractured my ribs or have injured the muscles underneath my rib cage and I was kind of just wondering um, what's like the reason for this like why did this create in my body yeah I hear you hey sweetheart what's your this is Carrie Um, tell me your first name Alexandra Hi, Alexandra. Okay, I am just looking at your little ribs. Give me one second here, okay? Okay, okay Alexandra, I'm going to say this to you. Um, I feel like I'm hearing two things here. Um, first off, I'm feeling, first, first off, I'm hearing, they're telling me that you need to slow down a little bit, and I don't know what they're referencing, the fact that perhaps you need to take a little break or, like, slow down and kind of get into your body and get a little more conscious right now. Um, they're pulling your energy into your body. They're kind of slowing you down and kind of wanting you to slow down for a second. And I'm also going to say that I feel like there is some self-love and just some healing that needs to happen. Sorry, I'm dropping things around my desk because I want to, I want to look at a resource for you. Um, some healing around your heart chakra, honey, is what I'm feeling, and around loving yourself and valuing yourself. So they're wanting you to slow down, take a breath, which is hysterical because it's hard to do when you have a cracked <laughs> rib. Um, but to, they're showing me your heart chakra. And, honey, they're telling me your heart chakra needs a lot more love and attention right now, okay, which is where part of this is happening around. Um, and they're saying your heart needs a lot more love and attention. You need a lot more nurturing than what you're giving yourself right now. And sometimes the body will break down in order for us to, it's like it has to throw a bit of a temper tantrum sometimes in order for us to take notice of it, okay, in order for yeah. us to kind of bring our energy back into the body. But I'm going to look up something. There is a book that I am loving right now. It's called Your Body's Telling You to Love Yourself by Lisa Borbeau. It's L-I-S-E. The last name is B-O-U-R-B-E-A-U. And she has a whole book here with all these different issues, physical issues with and what the emotional cause. And I'm just going to take one second here. Um, and it's interesting. She says about fractures in general that fractures um, happen for people that feel as if um, they have lost their armor and that they're unprotected and uh, unable to defend themselves. But I want to see what she says about, well, she doesn't say anything. I want to see 
Okay. Because I went to rib fractured, and that's where she is going here. And is she saying mm-hmm. anything else? Okay. Um, but anyway, so I don't know if that resonates with you either, okay, about feeling the need. Like, you need to love and protect yourself a little bit more as well, okay, and feeling mm-hmm. your strength. But I feel like, for me, that's quasi-related to what they're showing me right now around your heart chakra. Your heart chakra, honey, needs some love, Okay. You need some love. <laughs> you need some TLC. Your heart chakra needs some love from me and needs some TLC. And I feel like what I'm being shown is that they're giving you a big time out right now for you to take some time for yourself, for you to start maybe doing some more meditation, for you to start just doing some nice things for you. But more importantly, speaking positive, affirming words to yourself and really loving, really, really loving on yourself, sweetie, okay? They keep telling me over and over again, you need a break. You need a break. Do you understand? Do does this uh-huh. resonate or do you understand that? <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, I definitely have, like, a lot going on. I work with kids with disabilities and I go to school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I definitely have and I have stuff with my family so I definitely do need to slow down you're right and self-care. you need to like they're like you need to take time for you and god bless you because you are such a beautiful healer but you give a lot of energy to everybody else honey and that's the case for all of us who are healers and light workers out there okay I mean giving is just in our nature and we just give 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 but there has to be a balance of giving but also to others, but also giving to ourselves and giving to others. We can't be giving to others at the expense, <clears throat> excuse me, of ourselves. And for you, I'm kind of like, they're like, you need to bring it home. You need to bring it back, set some better boundaries with the world. You need time for you. I really feel that, honey. So I want you to look at this issue with your rib and with the muscles or that whole area. I want you to look at this as a gift from God. I want you to look at this from a gift as a gift from spirit to say thank you for helping me to take a little time out and to really be with myself. And, girl, just spoil yourself and just love all over (laughs) yourself. I'm just like, just love all over yourself and let the rest of the world take care of the rest of the world, okay? You have to learn how to put yourself first and prioritize yourself. Um, And that's part of what you're – I think that's part of the healing that's going on right now, okay, honey? And don't worry, they're showing me within a month you're going to feel a lot better, okay? So I don't feel like this is something that's going to be, like, plaguing you for a long, long time. There, I feel within three to four weeks is what they're telling me, that you will feel significantly better. Okay, oh, thank that you is so much. nice. But it's just that's a time awesome. out that you need, and I'm sorry. Sometimes I hate that. I know. I was out this lot this, in the fall. Oh, my gosh, I got sick. I was out of my business for, like, two weeks. And anyway, it was crazy. But my, the universe was like, uh, yo, you need to slow the heck down. But in your case, <laughs> same thing, honey. And also, my okay. throat chakra, as you can hear, is getting a little junked up. The last thing I'm going to say to you, because I'm giving you a little extra message here, is my throat chakra is really getting junked up here, which means that you also need to start speaking up and you need to start speaking your truth more, okay? Setting boundaries and speaking your truth, even if it's hard for others to hear, you speak up, okay, honey? Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. You're all. so welcome. Thank you for sweetheart. calling in. Thank you for listening to our okay. show. We appreciate you. Okay. Take care, Alexandra. Oh, that was such a great reading. You're so good. So I do have that original back caller. I'm going to dive into that real quick and see if she's available. And if not, then I have some questions. So we'll move on right here. Hold on one time. Okay. Okay. 
Hey, caller 917312, are you available? Are you there? Maybe they're just listening to the show. You know, they might just be listening <laughs> to the show. But sorry, yeah. sorry, no, caller, we're putting okay. you on the spot, but we love you. <laughs> yeah, and some people just just can can listen to it that way, and we love our live radio because that's what keeps us organic. So, Carrie, before I ask you any questions, I wanted you to tell our callers where they can find you, where they can find you for readings, and I want to dive into a little bit about this new exciting program you have, so called the Lighthouse. So, give us that spiel. Yeah. Uh, you all can find me on Instagram almost, well, virtually every single day on Instagram um, at Carrie Stiers. Um, it's C-A-R-R-I-E-S-T-I-E-R-S. Um, I'm on Facebook too, but Instagram is really my big hub. And um, as you alluded to, I have just recently launched a bit of a dream of mine, a, a premium membership community, which I am calling the lighthouse It came to me in a meditation um, in November. And this is really a community and a program that I'm set that I've set up to help us kind of navigate these, these very transformative waters in the next couple of years. Uh, these are big energies and I believe that the power of the group is so much stronger than the individual. You know, I think it's wonderful. There is so much power and support and love in community. And that's part of the reason why I created the lighthouse. The other part was that I really want to give, um, I want to empower everyone and give everyone practical tools to use um, the whole point of spiritual teachers is not for us to is is not to just be the guru. The whole point of spiritual teachers is is to um, disseminate gifts and tools so that you all can use them in your daily lives and to to work through these energies. So I'm teaching the for me I the what do I want to say kind of the highlight of the group for me is that every month we have a um, two hour Zoom teleconference where we are talking about a different topic. Last month, um, at the end of December, we did a big 2020 overview about the energies of this year, and I, we really dove really deeply into that, uh, and we looked at all the dates and all the things that were happening. This month, we just did a class about spirit communication, because for me, that's um, a really important piece to teach, which is helping us all to get closer to our higher self and learn how to reach out and to communicate with our loved ones in spirit, with our spirit guides, with our angels, to improve that process. So that's something we talked about this month. And next month in February, we're talking about the Mercury retrogrades in 2020 and kind of how to navigate the Mercury retrograde. So every month um, we have a class. In addition to that, my Friday lives, which are my weekly Instagram live shows where I talk about the weekly energy, those have all moved over into the lighthouse. I have special guest teachers. Um, it's a lot of bonus content because we have a Facebook group and an Instagram group, a private Facebook and Instagram group. So there's lots of bonus content over there. Um, and I really love it because last year I was just feeling like um, I was feeling a little constricted by social media um, because I was mm -hmm. downloading all I was downloading all of these ideas and downloading all these messages and there just wasn't enough bandwidth in social media. There wasn't enough time in my daily stories or in my live, my weekly lives. There was just so much more that I wanted to share that was coming through me. And yeah. I wanted a space where I could share that and just really give us tools to help us feel safe and secure um, in these, up, you know, through these changes in the upcoming years and to go kind of arm in arm together. So 
It's been really, you know, really, and really, what really I fun. really I like think. about yeah, I really, really like being in those types of private groups in, you know, because there's there's a degree of stuff you, you can share, but there's some stuff that you want to be able to feel safe to share, concerns, mm-hmm. victories, you know, trauma, whatever, and you need that safe space to do it. And a lot of my favorite things are my super paid subscription safe groups that I'm in, so. I yeah, 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 yeah. And I, yeah. I kept the price really affordable, so you can get in for as little. If you sign up for the year, it's as little as $20 a year. Otherwise, it's $22 month to month, and it's just a lot of content. Um, and I'm really stoked and excited. And coming together live, which we do every week and then also every month, um, is just a really powerful experience, um, especially with a smaller group or a, a group that I guess with people who are have a lot of common interests and a lot of common goals. Yeah, yeah. And it's a wonderful, supportive environment. And uh, I, there's something so powerful about that. And I've noticed for myself that being in the lighthouse, you know, I feel like, you know, it's like on my public page, there's this public persona of me. And what I love about the lighthouse sure. is that I get to be a little bit more of me. I get to be a little bit more low key. <laughs> I get to be a little bit more cool, a little bit more chill. Me on um, <laughs> Yeah. So that has been, it's just been kind of a dream come true. I, you know, I've thought about doing this a couple of years ago, um, but I wasn't ready. It wasn't, it was marinating about how I wanted to organize it and how I wanted to structure it. Um, but it's there now and it's just, I am loving every single minute of it. Great group. Uh, awesome. Well, I do have, I do have, I, I really uh, have one more caller, I think. Well, if you want to take another call, this will be our last Great. Call. Hold on a second. Hello. 760-577. You're on the air. Hi. Hey there. Who's oh. this? Hello. Hi. This is Raina. Oh, Hi, Raina. How are you? Hi. Hi. I follow Carrie on Instagram. She's amazing. I love you. How are you? Congratulations. I'm good. really so excited to, to join the Lighthouse. Hopefully next month. I want to join. I'm excited. Yay, 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 yay. It's a good place. It's waiting for you. It loves you. Yay. <laughs> the Lighthouse <laughs> loves you. We'll be happily waiting. And all the content has already been recorded. So, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll have access to it all. So, hey, Raina, what's going on? Tell me what's happening yeah. today, sweetheart. Um, so I keep, I keep seeing kind of like the double digits. So I feel like I have... Like my my spirit guys want to tell me something, but I don't understand it. What double digits are you seeing, sweetie? I keep seeing like uh, uh just like double six, double nine, um, eight eight. Pretty much they go three and then two two. I keep seeing it like every day, all day. I keep seeing like my clock every single day is like eleven eleven, eleven thirty two, eleven thirty three. I'm like, oh my god, I I don't understand it. I keep looking it up like- and I like what it says. But I don't understand what they're trying to tell me. Oh my gosh, you're crazy you, cracking up. Can you, I would... can you hear a big clicking sound, you guys? Call, yes. Can you call back in? Can you call back in real quick and I'll answer your call? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, thanks. Oh, that was like another <laughs> yeah, over the freaking edge right there. Woo, sorry to all our <laughs> listeners about that. I was trying to kind of figure out how that was going to work. Sometimes it's just. That is live radio. <laughs> I that is live radio. We'll, we'll Let her call right back. back in. 
And uh, I mean, I hated to do that to her, and, but at, at that point, you lose it, you know. Here she is. Okay, let's try it again. Hold on. Hi. Hey, hello. Oh, so much better. Oh, much better. Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead. I love it. Oh, okay, you. so just to reiterate, you were asking about, you're saying that you, um, Raina, you're having, you're kind of getting chased by double digits. You're getting chased by re- yes. like repeating numbers left and right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this is what I'll tell you about. I want to address the two ones that really are prominent to me are the 66 and the 22. These two are the ones that really stick out to me. Um, For me, the six energy is first off, it's an entrepreneur energy, which I know that you're an entrepreneur. So this is basically like keep up the work and this is kind of pushing you to kind of be a great leader and to step more and more into your power there. Okay. And to be loving Mm -hmm. and nurturing with yourself. The 66 is also, from an angel number perspective, um, the 66 energy is about um, it's time to spend more time in prayer and meditation, okay, and asking for spiritual intervention and really, really asking for spiritual intervention that sometimes when we get so stressed out, so stressed out, that we actually turn our energy within and we keep going more internal, more internal, and we don't reach out for the love and support that we need. So for me, that mm-hmm. 66 as well is also for you, sweetheart, that you've got to find some time. And I just feel like your life is buzzing, 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 buzzing. There's yeah. just so much happening. And they're saying, honey, you've got to spend more time getting centered in prayer and meditation, okay? You've okay. just got to get more time. you just got to find that time. And, you know, I we were talking about, you know, survival tools for 2020, I would say one of the most important Mm -hmm. right now is to have a daily spiritual practice. Okay. So having some time in the day where you get quiet for a minute or two, take some deep breaths. Okay. And really focus on the breath, even if it's for a couple of minutes and really bring your awareness into your body and then also just open up. Okay. Open up your crown chakra, your third eye, your ear chakras, and really open up and receive some divine guidance set an intention, ask a question, open up to receive that divine guidance. I feel like you need to, I feel like you're asking, but I feel like you're asking in the busyness of your life. And I don't know that you're taking time and space um, and downtime for yourself. The other piece I will tell you about the 20. Yes. And about the repeating 22. Now in numerology, a 22 is a master number. So that tells me you're working your astro off right now. Um, It also tells me that uh, I know you're working really hard right now, but it also tells me that's a love number. So there's a lot of love and light in that number. Um, There's, and I would say from an angel number perspective, like repeating two, 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 twos is also about keeping the faith, keep the faith, have patience and know that you, your prayers are being heard. Okay. This is saying, you know, Mm -hmm. spirit sees you and they see how hard you're working and they see that you're trying. Okay. And for you just to be patient with the transition, that things are happening for you, okay? Um, you know, okay. keep the faith, keep the faith, keep the faith. Whenever you see those twos, always, and for those of you listening, okay, when you see repeating twos, keep the faith, always, okay? Oh That's just God, saying God. don't give up, don't give up before the storm, you know, don't give up, okay? The, you know, the oftentimes, and I say this even energetically about what's going on this year because we're at the very end of a lot of this Capricorn patriarchal energy, you know, oftentimes it's toughest right before the shift, okay? You know, mm-hmm. it's darkest mm. before, you know, before the dawn. 
And I just want you to know, honey, the sun is coming. You just got to hang in there, baby, okay? I know you're working hard. You are so loved. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have a little patience. A little patience. (laughs) Okay, thank you so much. I love you so much. Bye. Loads of love. I love you, too. Oh, great, great, great. You know, uh, Carrie, thank you so much for, for, for giving light and, and faith to people. I mean, even listening to you talk to someone else, I think all of our listeners, too, can just really take that in, that it really is about faith and trust and, and going through the processes. So I appreciate you so much. So I am going to ask you a quick question. And I know timelines are not really always the best question, but as you know, I have been dealing with an issue from almost mm, 21 months now, uh, I really <laughs> thought 2020 I would not be dragging it in, dragging that chain, mm. but I am still. And I'm wondering when that is that entanglement is I'm going to be free in 2020. It's so funny because they're basically they're they're teasing you and they're saying it's like you're a little ball and chain <laughs> right now, you know, like you're a little ball and chain. Yeah, for real. That's why I got that. It's visual. a big. <laughs> yeah, it's you know it's it's such a bigger this situation is such a bigger deal for you because it's such a karmic it's a it's a karmic issue that you're kind of cutting ties with um the the issue you're talking about is really indicative of um it's really transformed how you perceive yourself and how you see yourself it's really forced you to kind of see yourself through the eyes of love to really love yourself on a deeper level I feel like it's also empowered you to kind of get into Mm -hmm. your boss, babe, kind of be, you know, kind of, you know, hello, kind of get (laughs) up into it and be like, I am amazing. Like it's forced you to kind of step up and be kind of like the, I don't know, they're kind of showing me like a Joan of Arc image. Okay. It's kind of forced you to kind of get strong in your beliefs and get strong in your knowing of who you are. Okay. So in so many ways, I feel like this situation has strengthened you and has been, it'll go down as like the piece that's really kind of redefined your character and redefined your self-esteem and self-worth. So I'm not crying over it. I know it's an aggravation and an an annoyance, but it has really, really, Kathy, I feel like pushed you to to be a, you're a much different person today than you were a year or two ago. Um, Hundreds And so- Yeah. So in that sense, I'm like, honey, it's an annoyance. View it as an annoyance, but not as a hindrance. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Annoyance. My two words, the two words that I gave the lighthouse this year, and I gave my tribe this year um, is patience and persistence. Because this is the year where if we do the work and we take the steps and we stay in our integrity, okay, we're going to get there. But if we try to cut corners and we try to be like, oh, I just, I'm over this and I'm just done with it, okay? And we try to cut these corners, it may not work so well for us. So if I were you, I'd be in your shoes and I'd be like, listen, listen, I don't care how long it takes, okay? I'd be like, whatever, because this situation doesn't touch me, okay? (laughs) I know who I am. I know who I am. I know my peace. My inner peace is not, my my peace and well-being is not, you know, predicated upon this situation, and there's this other individual involved with this situation. I'd be like, whatever, whatever. You have nothing on me, okay? You have no power over me. No, no power. But yeah, I, you know, true. I'm in control of myself. I am my own, make, you know, I know who I am. And I would just surrender this thing and let it go. I do feel like March or April, there's something around March or April, though, where there does, they keep showing me a three. So I'm leading to believe, like, I'm thinking three months from now, March, April, 
Um, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's the resolution or something significant happens at that point, but they keep showing. That's the that's what they keep showing me. Yay! But in the meantime, I'd be like, in, okay. in the meantime, Thank I'd be you, like, man. whatever. I would be like, whatever. This is how I feel. And I'm like, in the meantime, I'm like, whatever. Whatever. Exactly. You don't own me. I know who I am. My life is fine. I love that. So, Thank you so much. That's yeah. Do you yeah. know what I love? I love that. Like, Carrie, like, you just gave Kathy a whole different perspective on how to look at the situation. And it is, mm-hmm. it, I totally felt that, that energy shift, like, in that moment. It was just like, oh, my God, like, this is why we love you. This is why we need you. This is why we yeah. have you. Like, because it's just, like, sometimes, you know, and it takes a village. It takes a village for each of, each of us to, like, run our own lives. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I know, Joyce, you know, there was that book written that says it takes a village to, ra- to raise a child. I'm like, are you kidding me? It takes a village to raise an adult. I mean, anybody here, I'm like, are you nuts? Are you kidding me? Like, oh, my God. It's so true. Yeah, God. it really well, does. Well, let me, can I just ask you one? I have, I actually have one personal question and then one, like, so I just want to, like, do you have any hits on business for me and how that's going and what any, any news, any good advice, anything I need to do there? Well, I just asked for you, and I don't know why. To me, there feels like there's something significant that's shifting for you in February next month. I don't know. They just showed me February. Hey, Carrie, what's your – are you a sad – what are you? No, my birthday is February 4th. It's a big one. Oh, you're an Aquarius. That's right. Okay, that's right. I knew that. I'm sorry. My brain. Age Hello. Aquarius. Uh, Aquarius. Okay. You're like age Aquarius. Well, age friend, Aquarius. I mean, that will tell you right there that Jupiter and Saturn are about to move into your sign at the end of this year. And that's a big deal. Okay. So whatever has not been working in your life, you're about to, in the next three to five years, you're about to get the whole thing sorted out. Now I will give you, tell you that Jupiter, that um, Saturn's going to retrograde uh, in I'm like, I don't want the date. It's like March, April. So it's going to retrograde back into Aquarius. So you're going to get a little bump. You're going to, we're all going to get a little glimpse of like the new energy this spring. Um, And so you're going to make progress. I'm telling you, you're going to see when Saturn moves in your sign, Saturn's going to try to help you give you the structure that you need to kind of get things moving forward. It's also going to force you to kind of anything that's not in alignment with you. It's going to kind of like, it's going to deconstruct all of that and rebuild it. So in that sense, I'm like, you're getting like some cosmic support and some cosmic support, you know, some cosmic support and help towards the end of this year. But again, you will get a little bit of that this spring, but they're showing me February. um, And I'm going to pull, I haven't pulled any cards, the thing, but I'm going to pull two cards here for you (laughs) here. Um, Okay. Okay. Now look, the power of prayer came out for you. And I know that we're probably all more more into Mm. meditation at this point. I think when we talk about prayer, I feel like maybe for some of us, it triggers out a lot of our issues around Christianity um, and the patriarchy, but there is something real about asking. Okay. And about, about spending time in in prayer and meditation. Um, And it's about turning it over, just continuing to surrender and turn it over and the importance of that. But again, they keep showing me February, March. I know it's interesting. Kathy, they were like, March, you, March, April, they're saying something on it. They're saying, yeah. Um, and, um, we're going back to Hawaii. That's what's happening. Oh my gosh. Take me back to Hawaii. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I love it there. 
Um, and I will tell you, Carrie, I sent, I pulled a, a card, and I'm pulling from the new deck, the new Rebecca Campbell deck, the Starseed Oracle. Um, that a card, this card came up for you about deep love and about nurturing yourself. Okay, just continue to really nurture, and then the part, the last part of the message is birth as a portal. Okay. So this tells me that there is a rebirth that's getting ready to take place for you, sweetie. So that's what I'm feeling. I'm feeling like you're about to, whenever Saturn Saturn hits your sign, we get a lot of support. It can be challenging, but you get a lot of support to move through um, whatever has been ailing you, okay? So I feel like it's good. It feels like it's a transitionary year this year in your business. It feels like there's transition this year. Cool. And my final question is, if you like, because we're getting into the age of Aquarius, like, be, like, are we? I don't mean this like in a like. Is it because I am an Aquarius? Like, is it different? Be, like, for the people that are Aquarians, do you know what I mean? Like, Good question. is there Good something question. about that that, or is it makes kind of it like yeah being an Aquarian doesn't doesn't yeah? Are we extra special? Well, <laughs> you are super extra special. I'm going to say this. I think most of the Aquariuses in this world have spent a greater majority of their life feeling like they're weird, strange, different, and like five, like, lifetimes ahead of everybody else, okay? So I feel as though during this time, this is going to be a wonderful opportunity for humanity to begin catching up to you all, okay? Uh, My sibling is an Aquarius, so I get this vibe, Um, and... So I feel like this is just a really, I think this is a time when humanity ascends. And for you all, I feel like this is, I think, the time for you all to realize your greatness, to feel good about who you are, and to stop feeling so different, and to stop feeling so Mm. like there's something wrong. Is there something wrong with me because I'm different? Is there something wrong? It's like, no, it means you're like awesome, and you're amazing, and it's to be celebrated. There's nothing wrong with you. You're perfect. Um, so I feel like it's a two-pronged thing. I feel like, yes, in the sense of everybody else, everybody else is catching up a little bit to you, okay? And you're going to be like, see, guys, I told you. <laughs> and so there's going to be some illumination there. Um, but for you and your story, you know, this is about saying, wow, in feeling different and feeling a little offbeat in my family system, in my community, it means I felt bad about myself. And I'm, t- I'm ready to release that because there's nothing wrong with me. And, um, and I'm perfect and whole just as I am to let go of some of that story and just to embrace your wholeness and to embrace your love and to release whatever's been kind of holding you back from feeling good about yourself and to feeling like you belong. Mm. You do belong. Okay. You do belong. Um, you're just in a, I mean, Aquariuses are just, I believe that whole race to me came here to shift consciousness and shift humanity. So um, that's awesome. But I feel like hey, that guys, sense of like, oh, we totally belong. We have to wrap it up. Yeah. Got to get going. I want to say thank you to Carrie Sires for being here. Thank you for Carrie Butler for always joining me on this beautiful radio show we have created. I have one quote, and today I went to my Facebook memory, and it was from none other than Carrie Butler. <laughs> <laughs> and here's what it said. And I, I'm like, this is the quote I'm reading today. And it said, forgiveness resides within. Look inside and you will be free. And I just thought that was so beautiful. That's awesome. I love that. And I love you all. I do too. I do too. Okay, everybody. We'll see you back here next week. Aloha. Bye. Thank you. Bye.